0: Dateline New Haven's Headlines and Baselines. I'm Paul Bass, inviting you to look behind the headlines and the stories that make our city tick. This is a year-end edition of Headlines and Baselines, where we take headlines from the New Haven Independent. Latest news. Talk about a little bit, maybe throw in a little snark, maybe not. And then play music inspired by the headlines in our community. First headline. Cop Arrested. On family violence charges so the specifics of that story matter in and of themselves very much an officer was arrested by the state police in New Haven the New Haven officer had been allegedly verbally not physically harassing and threatening his fiance with a gun while he's drunk a lot so those are the specifics we'll see if those are true that'll work its way through the system what's interesting to me was the context of that arrest. This same officer had been protected for years in the department for alleged misbehavior. It got so bad that he was in charge of another officer on duty who got who had a chief a previous chief of police wanted to throw the book at. Six months suspension when she was getting advice on how to act in a fatal case really had a lot of consequences one night. She mishandled the case after getting advice, calling up this sergeant, Ludy Crescenzo, asking her what to do. She says the sergeant told him, told her, go easy on this guy who just broke into his ex-girlfriend's place because he's a public safety officer and we look after our own. So she did. Then he went and killed himself. And so the chief of the time said, you shouldn't have done that. Six months suspension. But she was getting advice, she said, from this guy de Crescenzo. She was new to sergeant work ludicrous answer was close to that chief and it would always be protected and he said well gee i have no recording of that phone conversation in no way would i say something like that she said okay you don't get any trouble that happened over and over again with people in her circle and the mayor at the time wanted her to be the permanent police chief of our department and she empowered people like this person who are basically proud boys violent sometimes racist police and unaccountable and bring us back to the dark ages of policing fortunately and then in return, a month after he, of a police commissioner's meeting at which these favoritism charges were aired that this guy, DeCrescento, was being protected, he turned around on the police department's email system and rallied the cops, mostly white cops, to show up at City Hall to to in turn support the police chief. So he wanted to keep and get voted in. She's coming up for a vote about whether she could become the permanent police chief. We got to show up and support her. And it was a pretty scary scene there, and stark scene at the... Board of Alders City Hall meeting where all these mostly white, burly, mean-looking cops and all these mo- Alders mostly of color who were upset about the way they were policing the city under the chief's direction, unaccountably violent, sometimes racist. So they voted it down. And all I can say is it's now when this guy got in trouble again, he didn't get away with it. And most of the people who were in the interpersonal circle of that Proud Boys period of policing that our mayor tried to permanently impose on New Haven, they're gone. So I'm reminded of a song I'd like to play now, In That Spirit, from Ashante's version of People Get Ready, The Change Is Coming. Mm -hmm.
1: You don't need no ticket, Ooh, You just thank the Lord, Lord. Oh.
2: Jordan, picking
1: up passengers from coast to coast. From the kingdom of
0: change is coming we can dream can't we here on headlines and baselines and WNHHFM New Haven's home for community radio reading the some of the headlines from New Haven Independent your indispensable source of New Haven news little commentary on a little drosh and then some tunes inspired by the headlines you know police officers aren't the only ones who get arrested in New Haven though it can seem like that sometimes like a lot of people get arrested especially during that period of praised mass incarceration throughout the whole country well the governor came to new haven this week to the um community baptist church to announce that he's clearing the records of eighty thousand people in the state who had low-level felonies and misdemeanors who were jammed up and that many years later can't get jobs or housing or higher ed or have a hard time because of our over-reliance on locking people up rather than dealing with the problems in society give people a second chance oh for second chances and uh good job on that the governor was acting under a bill passed by the legislature to clean slate bill that was the second wave the first wave had to do with drug-related arrests to that sense and one thing we believe as a society as we embrace second chances more we got a lot more work to go is that the prodigal son or the prodigal daughter is oh we've all been in those shoes we've all been the prodigal son of the prodigal daughter and if we're welcomed home it feels so good and it helps us get right michelle shock talked about how we shouldn't just think about the prodigal son but we also think about the prodigal daughter
3: To be done with the prodigal son, welcome him home with open arms. Throw a big party, invite your friends. Our boys come back home. When a girl goes home with the old T song, draw your shades and your shutters. She's bringing such shame to the family name. The return. Of Prodigal daughter, singing, Oh, Cotton Eye Joe. Went to see a doctor and I almost died. When I told my mama, Lordy, how she cried. Me and my daddy were never too close. He was there when I needed him most. Look, here comes a prodigal son. Fetch him a tall drink of water. him a tall drink of water but there's none in the cup cause he drank it all up left for a prodigal daughter
0: Cotton Eye Joe. Don't forget about the prodigal daughter. We don't. We can take old classic ideas and thoughts like Michelle Shock did there, and combining the old Cotton Eye Joe and Prodigal Son stories, and rewrite them for a current time, for modern times, and we have a broader understanding of society, a broader capacity to see all people as human in see all of us as deserving second chances it's deemed today in headlines and baselines Wnhhfm. in the season of second chances alan Appel had a great story in the <clears throat> independent this week food pantry to be finds a fresh start marcus harvin was one of those people who did his time in prison pretty serious crime he did time for he's out and he's making the best at second chances. He's organized, gotten far in a new organization called New Newellville Fresh Start. It's going to be a food pantry. He's got two churches involved, Spanish Seventh-day Adventist Church and Pitts Baptist, Chip's Chapel, excuse me. And they have freezers ready. They have volunteers ready. He has another psychic who also is on a second chart and they're going to be going in 2024. He's not just thinking about his own second chances. He thinks about everybody's and as James Brown celebrated in this song, Papa's got a brand new bed. later on that hit single james brown the crew are still jamming with the mics have turned off papa's got a brand new bag as does marcus harvin in the second chance fresh start food pantry in New Hallville. and uh, talking about that second chances and new beginnings on headlines and baselines right closing out the year here in on wnhfm 103.5 live steam to newhaven.org another headline in the independent X hotel opens its homeless shelter as usual. Norges flood is all over what's happening with the really tough increase in visibility of homelessness in new Haven. We're seeing it nationwide. Cities are wrestling with this and not just cities, smaller communities. We saw an article today a report that home, uh, aid for affordable housing through the government has just plummeted over the last couple of decades, continues to more people on the street, rents going up, home prices up. And in new Haven, they uh, took the old days in on Fox and Boulevard. The city bought it. They're opening us a homeless shelter, not with everyone sitting in one big room and protecting their belongings underneath them and watching out for who's next to them. It's like a, like a hotel. And you got to watch a couple people in a room and a little privacy, a little decent living and a chance for a new start with help there if you want it. But first thing first, get house. Second thing when you're ready, get straighter, path ahead. But now they can come in at night, because it's a hard day out there. It's a hard day's night, as the Beatles sang. But if you got some place to come home, and now people do with his room in the inn, it'll be all right.
1: It's been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. you, I find the things that you do will make me feel, oh
0: Hard day's night when I come home, it's all right. Thanks to the new city hotel homeless shelter on Fox and Boulevard, people will have, a lot of people will, who didn't before, have some place to come home at night. I wish everybody had that great feeling of coming home after a hard day and having a home to go to, a nice home, and having someone you love who loves you to hug, and then it is all right. So here's hoping it. 2024 is going to be all right for more and more people. Headlines and baselines. WNHH-FM looking at the latest headlines in The Independent. Some commentary and then music inspired. There's hope not just for humans, but for vacant lots and development in New Haven. On River Street, there's a story. Here's a headline. Alder's OK Selling Bigelow Lot for $1 by Laura Glesby. Interesting story. I always take a Bigelow tea when I see that. I always forget they made like they made boilers there, not to the boil tea, but like the boilers in your house. There's a factory on River Street um, in industrial stretch of Fairhaven, where there used to be a lot of factories down there near the water. They have closed down, and for decades, New Haven's tried to piece by piece clean those properties up and find people to build on them. It's hard work. Ellen Rosenberg at the city's been working that. For decades, not giving up. Some stuff works out. Amanda's Craft Brewery happened there. Bar, nice place. They have heard, people love it there. The, uh, there was a pie-in-sky proposal for a movie studio that had made up financing that they couldn't write a script for to come true in real life, so that's not happening. But there's a soccer proposal. have a soccer facility nearby. That sounds nice. And the latest one approved was for Carmine Vincenzo Capasso who built some stuff to build on that boiler factory and they have $400,000 in cleanup money for pollution there to build a 10,000-square-foot building. I hope they succeed. I hope River Street... As a new day, remember Flint Ladders were there too? And then they can, maybe more and more people will say what Al Green said when he originally recorded the song that had some great covers. And they'll say, Take Me to the River Street.
2: Song A Little Junior Park A cousin of mine that's going on, but we like to kinda of carry on in his name. I saying.
0: Singing in tongues, restraint and understatement. The Reverend Al Green this this classic Take Me to the River. Just thing to contrast that with the Talking Heads version, which was full force. I thought that worked too. But there's no one who matches Al Green. Take Me to the River, as in River Street in New Haven. Where stuff's gradually happening. As we reimagine our industrial past as an urban future. Headlines and baselines, WNHHFM. Round out to you e here, 103.5. Now, not every, as I said, it takes a while to bring new life to properties that weren't working anymore, where stuff gets torn down. There's a lot at 77 Grand, 776 Grand Avenue, right by I-91. Tom Breen Road, an interesting story, empty lot owner dodges foreclosure again. There used to be a three-story building there. It had a fire in 2013, it was demolished, right by the rebuilt uh, Farnham Courts uh, housing development there, we're not supposed to see projects anymore, and uh, by Grand at I-91. By the overpass, there's a... Billboard right next to it for lawyers, so we'll leave that as it is. And a whole bunch of times in 2015, the city started foreclosing on the building, on the lot. Nothing's there, and they want something to be there. There's a little truck right by that highway there. You know. But, uh, every time, several times there was a foreclosure sale scheduled, and it didn't happen because at the last minute, Derek Geron, whose uh, company owns that property, pays the last minute 50000 dollars in total. Because he still says he wants to build there one day. So people say after eight years of this, hmm, is he going to build there one day? He says he's going to. And Marie Marie Knight said in the classic album that we have on high rotation here, tribute to Reverend Gary Davis, let us get together. O ye of little faith have a little faith.
2: Just a little more faith in Jesus All I want I love, All I want Just a little more faith in Jesus One day I went in the valley to pray. I met all Satan and told my way What you reckon, you reckon you said to me old to too young to pray, went down in the valley to pray, made Satan out of line of stayed all in. said it's all, all I want. Reckon you reckon it said me. Your sins are forgiven and your soul set free. Yes, all I want.
0: All Marie Knight wants is a little more faith, and we could all use a little more faith, and we could summon a little more faith in each other and in a better world. We're getting there step by step. Setbacks for sure, but the road ahead beckons And headlines and baselines. WNHHFM, New Haven's home for community radio, talking about latest headlines in the independent. Well, this was the year of the peanut, folks. Year of the peanut runs smooth is the headline that former treacherous intersection at yale avenue and chapel street right by the westville music bowl and the yale bowl and it wasn't as treacherous when there were tons of cars for an event it's when there weren't because the intersection comes it's a, it was a wide big intersection where nothing came at a right angle and traffic was coming from high speed route 34 as well as on chapel coming through a park when there weren't many hindrances everybody speeds and you couldn't really even see well because the the intersection each part where the stop sign was or the blinking light you couldn't really see who was coming or not and even just walking across there was scary across there all the time and you always see crashes there were 17 one year a few years ago you see ambulances people cars destroyed and uh the city couldn't really put a regular roundabout there. Other roundabouts work because round shape wouldn't work because all the different angle stuff come with that. So they got an idea, a guy named Adam Weber, who works in the city engineering department and posts these great YouTube videos that have tens of thousands of followers about geeky infrastructure. So that Worcester Mass has something called, like we could call it a peanut, it's kind of shaped like a peanut squeezed in the middle. And they designed it there and it worked. It went in February. There have been two crashes since then. One of them wasn't really crashed. It was off the shoulder. And everyone's going slower so your life's not in your hands it's kind of confusing in a fun way where you have to kind of follow all the different paths to cross and drive and at first everyone said this is too complicated but in fact it's not it's just kind of fun you gotta slow down god forbid and take life one step at a time instead of rushing from place to place and going nowhere unless you get crap unless you put your life in your hands and crash and then the neighborhood beautified it everyone kind of has fun there at right in the middle the plaza, they the flowers. They put signs. And the, there's a family on the corner there who just does uh, tons of planting. Makes the place beautiful, including the sidewalk strips. It's a home run for the peanut. So it used to be that if you drove there, it would make sense to have Bob Dylan, the band for the basement team, singing this song. But now they're going to have to find somewhere else to sing this wheels on fire. Notify my next akin that this wheel shall explode, Bob Dylan the band sang, but not anymore. If you are driving through the intersection of Yale Avenue and Chaptersuit, your wheel will not explode unless you light it on fire, which doesn't make sense. But then again, nothing in the basement makes sense anymore. If your memory serves you well, it's going to confiscate your lace, wrap it up in a sailor's knot and hide it in your case. But there you have it on headlines and baselines. FM, WNHH, wrapping up the year with our headlines and baselines. Here's a headline. Local money talked, thanks to Democracy Fund. There was a new report out. Some of the folks at Democracy Fund came in to talk about it, about how our public financing system works in New Haven. We're the only city in the state that has public financing for municipal races. And they decide to do regression analysis, which I don't really understand. They got someone who understands that stuff for me. I thought that meant regressing to being 12 when you're really in your 60s. But it meant something else. But what they found out is the money's having a difference. You don't have to run on public financing in New Haven because of some horrible Supreme Court decision in 1976 called Buckley-Vallejo saying money is free speech. Another day for that one. But you can. And if you can, we make it worth your time. You get matching money if you'll raise your money mostly from local people. And if you don't take special interest money, you have lower amounts per debt contribution, but you get more of them. And it's been working for the last 12 years. If you participated, people got, candidates who did got 90% of their money from New Haveners. That's 28% more from candidates who didn't run under clean elections. They got a lot more donations, especially local donations, 47,000, totaling 4 million. And I think that's working. They're talking about they could continue doing better. We could follow, a lot of the money comes from, East Rock and Westville I think uh, that doesn't not surprising since that's where most of the votes are I mean Justin Elker is the mayor of East Rock and Westville basically and but you know that's where the votes are so in Seattle and Oakland what they do is they give everybody these vouchers to donate to candidates 100 bucks twenty five, four twenty five dollars vouchers so you can have a say too because money does talk maybe that's what the coasters meant when they recorded this song Yakity yak. Take out the papers and the trash. Or you don't get no spending cash.
1: If you don't scrub that kitchen floor, you ain't gonna rock and roll no more. Yakety yak. Don't talk, man. Just finish cleaning up your room.
4: Let's see that dust fly with that broom. Get all that garbage outside. Or you don't. Friday night, don't talk back. You just put on your coat and
1: hat and walk yourself to the laundry And when you finish doing that, bring in the dog without the cat, yak.
4: don't talk back.
0: Yakety-yak, yakety-yak, and you know money talks. The Coasters knew money talk. They did that song. They made a lot of money. In New Haven, everyday people's money is talking. Through the Democracy Fund, our public financing, New report shows it. Because sure you can have numbers say anything you believe, but I actually believe it. So it reinforces my preferred narrow vision of how we want the world to work. Here on Headlines and Baselines, here's a headline that didn't make a lot of noise. I'm surprised. Yale Grad Union ratifies first contract. Since 1992, different groups of organizers from Unite Here, the Yale Unions, have tried to form a union of graduates who teach, and they've had marches, hunger strikes, celebrities coming. Melissa Etheridge was there. To take over property. Have the governor, the Congresspeople people marching, fighting the Yale administration, fought them back, and East did a lot of publicity. And then all of a sudden, this year, quietly, they issued press releases. They formed the union. Yale didn't fight it. They negotiated a contract, which really didn't used to do with new unions. A 15% pay bump first year for the Yale grad? That's great news in in this year. The vote to ratify the contract was 1,705 to 10. I am really interested in who those 10 were and why. And let's just hope it won't be as Crooked Still sings here as we go to a new year. The last fair deal going down.
1: First do you go down? The last 50 It's the last fair deal gone down. It's the last fair
0: 2024, I feel confident that that will not be the last fear deal going down in our city. But it's going to take some work to get some more fear deals going on. My prayer is that we have another year where we celebrate the joys of living in New Haven, the love for each other. The beauty of our city and that we continue to do the hard work of dreaming of a better city a better community and making that happen thank you for coming along for the ride all year on Dateline New Haven headlines and baseline at WNHH thanks for reading the independent commenting weighing in listening to our radio shows have a wonderful end of the year break and we'll be all raring to go again. Thanks to Harry Droz, grateful every day for the magic he performs behind the controls of WNHH. And praying hard for peace and justice in the Middle East and everywhere else in this world where tough, decade and century old conflicts persist. We're going to take it out with the Afro-Semitic experience, performing, I wish I knew how it would feel to be free from the group CD, A Plea for Peace. This is Paul Bass inviting you to fly free with us all day, all night, all weekend, and all year long on WNHH, New Haven's home for community radio we